This is Harry Hawk Football's 28th episode, and you know what that means. On today's show, we talk about the career of one of the most beloved Redskins of all times, Daryl Green, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 what's up? Happy 28th episode, fellers. 28th episode dedicated to the man, number 28. The myth, number 28. And the legend, number 28. Daryl Green. Green. I wanted to start off with the podcast with something interesting I found online. Some guy wrote this up, he like summed up some numbers about Daryl Green and uh let me just go ahead and read that off real quick here we go 2002 the final season of the 42 year old Green's NFL career the cornerback came into the NFL with the Washington Redskins in 1983 20 the number of seasons Green spent with the Skins tying the NFL record for the most seasons with the same team 1 Green's ranking in Redskins history in interceptions, interceptions returned for a touchdown, games played, and games started. 119, the number of consecutive starts Green made during one stretch of his career. 4, the number of times Green intercepted Randall Cunningham, the most he had off of one quarterback. Wow. Awesome. 100, the number of minutes it took surgeons to operate on Green's left wrist after he dislocated it in 1989. Oh, I remember that game. We ran into somebody else on our team. Yep. Yeah. I forget who it was. 4.2. The number of seconds it took Green to run a 40-yard dash when he was 40 years old. Awesome. <laughs> 7. The number of yards he returned his first interception off of the Kansas City Chiefs' Bill Kenny on September 18, 1983. Three, the number of interceptions Green had in his biggest single-game output on November 15, 1987, against Chuck Long and the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Three, the age of Redskins cornerback Fred Smoot when Washington drafted Green. Nice. 27, the number of players selected before Green in the 1983 draft. Hence his number 2018. Hence his number that he wore all those years. Number 28. He was number 28. Seven. The number of times Green was named to the Pro Bowl. Five. The number of picks Green had in 1984, 86, and 91. His most prolific seasons. Wow. Zero. The number of players in the NFL in 2002 who were older than Green. (laughs) 61. The number of yards Green returned a punt for the first time he ever touched a football in the NFL in an exhibition game in 1983 against the Atlanta Falcons. 37. Green's age when he became the oldest player to return an interception for a touchdown in 1997. 4. The number of consecutive seasons Green returned an interception for a touchdown, 1994 through 97. 5. The number of interceptions Green had in the postseason, including one in the Super Bowl. 
Oh, yeah. I just thought I'd start off with a few of those numbers. What, <laughs> wanted to find out from you dudes, what were your most memorable uh, moments of Daryl Green's career? John? Well, mine, I'm, I'm going to go with the, the safe everyone bet. Um, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the, uh, the playoff game against Chicago where he... Uh, the story is that he broke a rib, but I think actually, and when it when it was all said and done, he actually strained a couple of ribs. But when he uh, hurled a defender from the Chicago Bears en route to uh, scoring a touchdown in the playoffs versus the Chicago Bears, I believe 1985, 1986 was the year. Yeah, I think so. They went on to beat him. Oh, maybe it was the uh, no. It must have been a uh, 1986. Had to have been 80, the 86 season. Or the 87 I don't know. Oh, I know the Redskins came back and won that game 21 to 17. They were down, um, 14 to nothing. They were down a ton in that game, yeah. I think that was, that was the year of the, uh, Denver Super Bowl, I believe. I think so. I think so. I don't remember anymore. He had so many great memories, or so many great plays, and so many great memories of those. It's just, it's hard to keep them all straight. I know. Um, Especially with that, that curtain of the Hall of Fame laying over top of him, getting ready to be pulled. Mm-hmm. You can say that again. Absolutely. Uh, Josh, what about you? What was your uh, favorite moment of Daryl Green? Yeah. Um, I, remember, I remember that, like when he returned that punt return in Soldier Field. Um, I'm trying to think about when. It, it was like a divisional playoff game, I think. The one that John was just talking about? I was about? just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the same thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what mine was? I don't remember when exactly or where, but I think he, like, hurt his ribs. <laughs> no, I got to say. Oh, I, yeah, the one that John was talking about. See, I, I want the easy route, though, because, you know, it's, 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 that's the one that everybody remembers. Well, I got to say, I got to point out his first uh, game as the Redskin, which pretty much set up his career. When he chased down Cowboy Tony Dorsett, came flying out of the screen from nowhere and tackled him at the six yard line, held uh, which which uh, the Redskins then held them to a field goal and they went on to win that game. That was on Monday Night Football too, and that that was pretty sweet, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't remember seeing it in real life, but I've seen like the replay so many times. It's awesome. And also, that was, that was just the first of many times that you're like, oh crap, that dude's gone. And then suddenly out of the blue, out of nowhere, on the screen appears number 28, blurry, because he's moving so fast. And that white jersey, hauling down somebody and pulling them down to save a touchdown. I don't know how many times he did that in his career, but it was, <laughs> it was something, oh, you, you, after a while you saw someone gone, you're like, God, Daryl Green's going to catch him. Yeah. The other thing I loved about Daryl Green until the day he retired, he was in on like every single play, every tackle. He was around the ball doing something. And he was talking to the refs. He was talking them up all the time. Just great stuff. Yeah. And then another memory I have is um, him pulling that Tootsie Roll out of his sock. (laughs) (laughs) As he he said to the camera, makes you fast. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Nowadays, that would not be allowed unless it is a domestic object. That is a domestic object. <laughs> Tootsie Rolls made in the United States. <laughs> Tootsie Rolls. Anyway, Daryl Green was awesome on the field and off the field. 
He's still doing, uh, what do you have? Foundation for Children? Yeah. I believe. Yep, the Daryl Green Youth Life Foundation, which you can see at, uh, his website, DarylGreen.com. And, um. He's got, he's got a ton of stuff. I was still sitting here trying to just think back, man, going, what, what are, what are some of those other moments? <laughs> well, the other thing, the, see, the thing about Daryl Green is, more than just one moment, he was just always consistently there. Always. And you didn't have to worry. And the thing I loved about him is he would always go for the, to knock the ball away from the – keep the guy from catching it rather than going for the interception every time. Uh, um, his uh, job as a cornerback was, was to defend the pass. His first job was Take to knock it down. Play and get burnt like Dion always did. Yeah, see, Dion, he would always go for the interception first even if it meant – Missing the tackle completely, where Daryl would always make sure he was going to knock down the ball or at least make the tackle, and then secondary was his goal of making the interception. That's right. Oh, but Aaron, you made you made one error in that statement. You mentioned a Dion and tackle in the same sentence. <laughs> I know. I said Dion and missed the tackle. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, that's what I loved about Daryl. Is he also whenever I was watching the game. And like Daryl's out there, he's kind of like when you're yelling at the screen, you know, when you're watching TV and you you like can't be there, and you're like, dudes, do this or whatever. But when Daryl was playing, you're like, Daryl, go tell them, like he's your representative out there. Or that's how I always felt. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. It's like Daryl take care of it. What's that game? I was trying to think. Who was that? Um. Uh, um. Eric Dickerson. Didn't he like chase down Eric Dickerson in like mid eighties, some wild card game or something? Like from midfield he came back from like twenty yards back and ran him down. <laughs> um, you're not talking about Tony Dorsett, are you? No, dude, I'm, talking- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, dude, I'm talking about Eric Dickerson, dude. Um, I don't remember. I mean he probably did. They beat the Redskins beat the Rams one year in the playoffs, I think. If I remember correctly. I know the, it was like 85 or 86, I think. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's definitely Eric Diggerson. Yeah, the one we were talking about before was uh, when yeah, when the Redskins did beat the Bears 21-17. That was on the way to the Super Bowl. Dude, with a quarter, the one, the 35-point quarter, and Daryl Green ran that punt back 52 yards. Yeah. Dude, I'm, on, I'm online. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> Daryl Green tackles Eric Dickerson. Daryl Green, Eric Dickerson, Google. <laughs> anyway, oh, look, here's the result. What do we have? Daryl Green as a blazer. He came from about 20 yards back to run down Eric Dickerson in the open field in the 1986 wild card game. Who runs ah. down Eric Dickerson? Daryl Green. That's who. <laughs> in his prime, he could run down any player in the league. <laughs> it's because he had that, uh, Tootsie roll in his sock. And I, I swear, dudes, even after he retired, I was watching like the, uh, the NFL challenge or whatever for the fastest man and he was in it. And he was only like a half step behind those dudes that won. He's still fast. He is the man. Anyway, I also wanted to point out one of our listeners sent us in an email. Um, and he sent the picture too. Hopefully I can find what, where I saved it. He said that when he was a kid, he sent about 20 uh, cards out around the league to his like um, players that he liked. 
and the only person that signed the card and returned it was Daryl Green. He was named, you said what, Aaron? World's fastest athlete in 91? Um, I, I think so. He was the NFL's fastest man in a, a number of times. He was the NFL's fastest man for four times yeah, during four his career. Yeah, years. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yo. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah Daryl Green, for all you do, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I was reading his bio and stuff this week, like, uh, about he and his wife and his kids. He's such a family man and everything. Um, his, uh, his wife's name is like Jewel. And I thought it was pretty cool because, okay, his name is Daryl. His wife's name is Jewel. And they have three kids and their names are Gerald. <laughs> I think it's Jarrell. Is it Jarrell? I think it's Jarrell. It's like Daryl and Jewel together. Yeah. Jarrell, Jared, and Joy. J-O-I. J-O-I. Yes. Yeah, and I do want to point out that at that uh, Green, Daryl Green did complete his bachelor of science degree um, at, at the, the huge powerhouse St. Paul's College in Lawrenceville, Virginia, um, <laughs> which I didn't know until recently when I was looking on his website. And I guess that means that he didn't graduate, left college early, or maybe he needed a course, I don't know. But... Um, <laughs> I don't know how he got associated with St. Paul's College, but I've been to Lawrenceville, Virginia. Um, I drive through there often to see family on the way out to uh, Danville, Virginia, the bustling metropolis of. And there's not a lot there. Do they have a football I guess, team? I guess they have a field, but uh, it's a small little college and a small little town. Indeed. And he, uh, I, I don't know if he was commuting or what. I guess he was doing it online. <laughs> I also saw a rumor online that he was going to run for senator. Really? I don't know if this is true or not. Man. But it said he was going to run for senator, and maybe he had to have a degree. Maybe that's like a requirement. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a couple different honorary doctorates, I think. I don't know if yeah. it's like speaking at different places or what, but like George Washington University and... Well, you know, if, if we ever have a chance to get him on the show here, because I'm sure, you know, he'd do that, um, <laughs> he'd, uh, we'd definitely be able to give him an honorary doctorate of uh, Harry Hawk Hog football. Yes. Yes. And, and, so, Joe Green, if you, if you or your agent get a uh, get wind of this, um, we'd definitely make you a nice little computer made certificate. <laughs> we'll buy a nice frame for it and give it to you. Um, Suitable for framing. An honorary doctorate of... Humane letters in podcasting. Yeah. From HarryHogFootball.com. Sweet. Anyway, dudes, um, Daryl Green, you know every Redskins fan loves you and uh, wishes you were still playing. And that. Absolutely. And that um, that whole thing with bringing in Dion was a slap in the face to you, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Any any true Redskins fan, and I think we speak for all of them. <laughs> in this case, that uh, bringing in Deion Sanders was absolutely a there instead of slap in the face, and absolutely ridiculous. And um, and we were extremely upset. We were probably yeah, more upset about it. I think he pretty Deion. much showed his uh, showed his ass. Deion did there mm-hmm. when as soon as he came to Washington, it showed uh, what a true 
human he was. Once again, I mean, it's not like people didn't know before, but anyone that was excited about him, like Tony Kornheiser from the Post, <laughs> who will be on Monday Night Football starting this fall. Um, he seems to love Dion, and I don't, I don't know what his deal is with that, but, uh, man, he doesn't hold the candle to Daryl Green. He never did, never will. Not as a football player or an individual. Absolutely. So anyway, dudes, um, we better wrap this up as my phone's probably about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot to charge it. If you're in the D.C. area and you're looking for a mortgage, you can always go to Daryl Green Mortgage. Uh, he does have a mortgage <laughs> in the D.C. area, runs a mortgage house. Uh, title and escrow place. He does all that, too. He's a smart dude, man. Yeah. And of course, the uh, prestigious Daryl Green Youth Life Foundation, which is a great uh, cause if you can donate for the kids. Uh, you can go to DarylGreen.com and do that right there. Um, yeah. And as always, I'm Daryl Green of the Washington Redskins. Give to the United Way. That's right. <laughs> Daryl Green of the Washington Redskins. Yep. Oh, yeah. Anyway, dudes, um, everyone out there, send us an email. That is redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. And uh, we're going to have another episode coming up this week, um, episode 29. Where we actually talk about some uh, some uh, <laughs> some current football news from the past week or two weeks since the last podcast. And uh, dudes, um, yeah, tune in. Uh, to those episodes and hopefully we'll see some of you guys down at the Beach Blitz in June and at FedEx Field on September 11th and on other show or game days <laughs> other show days <laughs> yeah hopefully we'll make it to other shows after being there on September <laughs> September 11th for the tailgate extravaganza oh yeah and football game it's an early one 7pm which uh, is nice because we're kind of old for the open, for the opening game on Monday Night Football on I think ESPN. Yeah. And um, dudes, tune in. Yep. As always. Guys, next episode, episode twenty nine, uh, the uh, Sam Shade episode. Episode <laughs> 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 twenty nine. Not all. Also wanted to point out that the random red skin of the week this week is Martin Mayhew. Anyway. Check us out online. Thanks to everybody. Uh, we've got a few people posting on the uh, blog online, and, and a bunch of people have been writing in this past week um, saying, hey, when you guys get the podcast up, and, and just writing other notes. So thanks to everybody who's listening and writing in. Yeah, and you will uh, you will be hearing another podcast from us later on this week, uh, episode 29. And I guess this about wraps it up for the uh, Daryl Green Matt Memorial um, podcast. <laughs> That's about it. Yep. John, you don't have any stats for us? How many interceptions did he have in his career? How many interceptions did he have? Uh-huh. Um, in Daryl Green's career, he had a grand total of, um, how many interceptions? 50 54, 54. 54. 54 for, uh, two, 621 yards, six touchdowns, 129 passes defended. And of course, that would be a lot higher if people hadn't been so afraid to throw at him for so long. <laughs> I know. First Redskin to return a fumble for 78 yards for a touchdown, which is the longest in Redskins history. Hmm. He's the man. He's the man. He was the man, dude, and he still is. And the man. That's right. So anyway, everyone out there, send us an email. We'll we'll talk to you again on episode 29, and hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. The Redskins.
And if you see a Cowboys fan, <laughs> joke on.